This week on the Push Balls podcast, we talk about Halo, Christmas food, and glute bands. Where should they even go? Three, two, one. How to track your advent calendar. Hey guys, welcome to the Push for Legs podcast with myself, Dan Meek. And me, Tom Hall. What's going on, bro? A very nasally Dan Meek, I have to say. I've yeah, got a cold. Are, so. you? you have got a cold. Oh, uh, it's so annoying. I hate it. I hate having a cold. Does anyone else, when they get a cold, you have that feeling of like you forget what it feels like to breathe normally? Like, just <laughs> anyone realize... else? All the people that are clearly then will just be like, yeah, nodding along on the tube. Yeah, when you take it for granted, though, don't you? Do you know when you forget? You Breathing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you do. I'm just, I'm not, <laughs> don't laugh at me. Like, genuinely, like, you take uh, it for granted. Not, you better need to breathe through your nose. Yeah. Like, oh, my God, it's annoying. But, yeah, Isabel's ill, wasn't she? So, inevitable. I got it. All that all that glitter she was putting on that cake, mate. I know, yeah. The edible glitter on the, on the cheesecake. <laughs> I didn't oh, know that. It was like, gosh. Sat- Santa's died here. That's uh, been murdered. Yeah. <laughs> Bless him. Nice little Christmas cake, mate. Lovely. Oh, you know, we went to see Laura's family at the weekend. It was nice. We had a white chocolate cheesecake with Dolce de Leche on top of it. Absolutely cool. bloody gorgeous. Is it Dolce de Leche or is it Dolce de Leche? Oh, whatever you call it. <laughs> Not in a mood to be, like, politically, you know, politically correct. Politically or, correct? Yeah. <laughs> you, is that a thing for Dolce? Are you, is, is that insulting to people who make it? Probably it probably is. Or... <laughs> it probably is. Probably at some point, yeah. Yeah, I'm sure. Um, but I'm, yeah. not, I'm not a linguist, Tom. I'm not a linguist. All right? my mate. So. Definitely not. Um, yeah, apart from you being ill, um, I've been fine. Well, that's, uh, that makes me feel so much better, Tom. So okay. that's what I, I thought I'd let you know. So absolutely, absolutely great, mate. Uh, really good. Train today and everything. Amazing. Wow. I bet you didn't train because I did, I did see a, a vague story. I flicked through your stories. I didn't listen to you. I listen to you every now and again if uh, it gets sent to me uh, and I have to rip it you. Um, <laughs> you know I listen to only when Peanuts are on and that's it. Brilliant. My best mate. Follow me Instagram. Great. Cheers for that. I mean, if, when Isabel gets her own Instagram. Right. If I can't get you to follow me on Instagram, <laughs> I'm going to get anyone else to listen Jesus. Do you know I'm going to start doing? I'm going to start like making the text on it different to actually what I actually say just to try and hook you in. I'm going to start being like exercise mechanics of a squat and then just like talk about nutrition. You'll actually, you'll actually listen to that. You'll no. actually, and I'll get you. That's how I'll get you. Yeah, whatever. Like, yeah. Click Just click me for Tom. Just solely for Tom. Just for me. That's, I'm not your audience, mate. I'm not going to be signing up. So. I don't know, mate. Yeah, judging by your gut, you should be. <laughs> All right, judging by my gut, advent calendars. Uh, interesting, because you just said the, you said before as a joke subject of how to track your advent calendar. All right, and I was like, that's a brilliant story. Okay, have you got an advent calendar, by the way? I do not have an advent calendar. You don't! Or didn't buy me one. Oh, what a shit girlfriend. <laughs> yeah, Chloe bought me one, so we're good. We're good. Um, what one did you get, though? I got a Lego one from her. Lego? Okay. Lego, yeah, that's cool, right? Um, yeah, I'll take that. Yeah, yeah. I went Yankee Candle for her, but I've also got uh, two, we've got a Frozen 2 one, so hers there's toys, and uh, mine there's chocolate. It's good, right? Ooh, That's good. good. That is good. Um, but, yeah, I've got Dairy Milk one, Frozen 2. It's good. It's good. But on the uh, side note of uh, one of my clients, Ali, he, he probably will listen to this. Um, right, the lad, I believe he's 34. He might hit me for that. 
or 33 or 34. Okay, he is from Q8, oh. uh, but he's lived here for quite a long time, and he's bought advent calendars year on year for I think he said about five to ten years. Okay, so he he, he recognises the advent calendar when it comes out. Um, so he didn't know what advent was. He didn't realise that the numbers represented the days of the month and that it was a countdown to Christmas. Um, bearing in mind he's Q8, not Christian, so doesn't have a clue. <laughs> he thought it was just a puzzle. <laughs> and he had to, so he always bought like lint ones and in each lint one there's different chocolates and he thought it was just like you had to open the door to get one you liked. <laughs> and, <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> seriously. And he was just like, it's great. Oh, the puzzle chocolates are back out. <laughs> And so he'd eat it, like, on the first day, he'll eat, like, nine bits. And he's like, oh, I'm a bit full now. But, yeah. And then he was like, oh, have you got the, yeah, have you got, I've, I've got my oven candle. So I showed him. I was like, yeah, yeah, you get one every day. He was like, what? I was like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you open one door every single day. Like, when you count down, he was like, but why are they all jumbled up? It was like, That's, you have to find the door. Like, it's for kids. That's why. Um, and he was like, oh, I just go through the back and then decide which chocolate I want and then eat it. And he was like, I didn't realise there was 24 days or 25. Wow. <laughs> he, was just like, he was like, shit, I need to go get another one. My OCD is going to take over now. And I was like, mate, you can turn it into a game now. And you have to every single time, because you've opened random ones and loads of them. You'd be like, will I get chocolate today or not? It's like, so he's like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> So t- he was like, today he was like, I got chocolate. And he's like, tomorrow I don't think I do. So I'm going to say. <laughs> well, I saw something on, Insta- on Instagram or Facebook, one of the two, I can't remember which one. Um, and it was it was one of those ones where it goes like, this blew my mind kind of thing. But basically someone reverses it so that you count down the, the dates. Almost like for kids, you would go, rather than go one, two, three, four, you would count down to go like, right, 24 sleeps to go, 23, 22, 21, that way. And I was like, I've never even considered that ever in my life. No. Well, it makes sense when you think about it. You're like, oh, actually, that's quite good. But, but some of them, some of them, the twenty fourth is the biggest one. So it's like, yeah. So on on my ones, like the twenty, definitely the twenty fourth is usually the yeah the most prized chocolate or whatever of the in this. Uh-huh. It's definitely the biggest one. So it's meant to well, be. I haven't, I haven't got one, so I wouldn't. Do it. Oh mate, I'll buy you one next year. Isabel's got one. Like Laura got Isabel one of the. She's got one of the ones um, last year. She got so a big like fabric it's... one. Oh, right, okay. She's got a big fabric one that you put your own in, so she's got like a little lint Santa every day. Oh, so she's wow. going di- to get diabetes, I reckon. Ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you just going to take one of those? You just be like, just. Oh, Maybe I should just take them out of there, yeah, but oh, it didn't yeah. come, like, you're not really a good enough girl. They just <laughs> like, never mind. What a shame. Do you have to dress up as Santa? Nah. No? Nah, mate. I don't want to believe that, do I? don't want to believe Santa was this stacked. Come on. <laughs> Hey, I've got a belly, mate. Yeah, I've got belly. Jesus Christ. Jesus nah. Christ. Yeah, all right. Um, interesting. Mold wine, you a fan? Absolutely not. Absolutely not? Wow. Are we friends? How, yeah, how? we are. Well, one, I don't like, really like the taste of many alcohols. Many two, al- many alcohols. Two, two, wine. <laughs> Come from a man who's uh, fluent in alcohol, though. Many yeah, alcohols. two, I don't drink wine whatsoever. <laughs> oh, yeah. And three, I don't think any alcoholic drink should really be hot. Like, oh, mate, I disagree with all three of those statements. Mold wine. <laughs> <laughs> wine, unbelievable. And then on Friday, we, we were mixing it with cognac. So mold wine and cognac is, is will get you drunk, apparently. Um, but yeah, it was apparently, great. yeah. <laughs> 
Incredibly so. Uh, it was good. It was a good night. Not really. Nah, just doesn't do it for me. How whatsoever. Um, but yeah, nice. But it brings me on to. Um, I thought it'd be a topic. Interesting topic. Not really. We haven't hit any fitness yet. Pfft, Ten minutes in. But um, normal food joints. So I'm thinking like the eats, the pretz, the McDonald's, the I don't yeah. know stuff that's in and around. What do you have in Bath? You have you have any of those? Yeah, we have a pret, and I don't think we have an eat, but we have a pret. And then it's just like Costa, Starbucks, and it. Okay, they're, they're the same, aren't yeah. they? Yeah. Yeah. So. But Bath's not really got that many, like, great places to eat, like, the, like chains like that. You know, yeah. it's just got the shittiest. It's got the shittier chains, and then it's got Independence. Doesn't have, like, yeah, again, like, Eat doesn't really have anything like that. Well, Eat have been, they've, they've sold a load, to, a load to Pret. So on Marlborough High Street now, there is quite literally a Pret. So you know the little one, right? Yeah. And you know where the eat was. On that Over corner. the road from it. Yeah. Yeah. So they're both both practs now. Ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, to be fair, I bet they still sell out like Oh yeah, hundred percent. I was if they're if they're worth their like money, they'll turn that little one into a veggie prat. Because there's only one veggie prat, and I know it's in Soho. And if they did that Marlebone, Marlebone was would love it. They're all about that. Yeah. They would they would that would clean up. If you're listening, Marlebone is so like Marlebone is so unique in London. Like I do, there's elements of it I do miss, like how it's just off Oxford Street, like one of the busiest streets. But yet you go into it and you're like, "What is this place? This is just like a completely like, unique, yeah, different like, like part little, of London." Little little village place just inside London, isn't it? Like we go farmers market yeah. on a Sunday. It's great, wonderful. Just walk around it's really and it's dead. Oh, it's so strange, but really, really nice. So I think it got like uh, I think who there was a royal that moved into Marlebone about I don't know twenty years ago. And then kind of started. Maybe it wasn't Prince Andrew. Oh, yeah, maybe. Mm. <laughs> um, but yeah, made it, popularised it a little bit more. But it was interesting. Interesting place. But um, what out of those, from your perspective, has done the best Christmas food? Well, I, every year I have to have a prep Christmas sandwich. They are incredible. Like, they really are incredible. Um, I don't do any others, really. Like, again, the Starbucks and Costas, I had a... I wouldn't have a hot chocolate. What did I have? I think I had like a a Christmas special coffee once from <laughs> might have been a toffee nut latte and it's latte. just like it's just like a caramel it's just like a caramel latte, like it's like it's not really that different. So fair. Not really that big of a fan I of mean, them. I mean, so Pret gets it. On the on the drinks and stuff, yeah. We've done we've done an eggnog latte. Meh. Didn't really fan not really no. I, I'm not really an eggnog person. Don't really understand it. Um I don't know what nog is. I don't know what egg is. Not too sure what the nog part is. Toffee nut latte, yeah. Gingerbread latte is always. I always feel like the gingerbread latte is very quite similar to when I'm enthusiastic about the pumpkin spice latte, and it's always way too sweet. And I'm always like, awful. You can um, get it all year round though. That so it's gingerbread pointless. latte. You can get all year round. Yeah, you get gingerbread syrup in it. Yeah. You can. No, gingerbread is for Christmas. Gingerbread houses. Well, Tom, I'm telling you, you go to Starbucks any time of year and get gingerbread latte, mate. Bullshit. So absolute bullshit. Can you? There, they just publicise it at Christmas. Yeah. yeah, you can get ginger. Yes. Well, I didn't know that. Anyway, oh, um... that's really. Different. Oh god. <laughs> well, why, why would they do that? But only by the by, because that's not the favourite thing. The best thing is if you're ever in a eat, you you indulge and you treat yourself to a pigs and blankets roll. Now that is a thing of 
Absolute beauty. It's got like a bacon and sausage roll. You can't get those any other time of year. Bacon and sausage roll. <laughs> Pigs in blankets. No, 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 no. It's got like caramelized onion in it. It's got a bit of uh-huh. like uh, Dijon mustard on the bottom, and then it's just like ooh, it's a bit fiery. It's good. They don't sell pigs in blankets any time of the year, mate. See, that's what I don't get about the Great British public. I don't understand why. Like, I'm the same. Like, I'm not saying I'm I'm like unique. I'm I'm the same. <laughs> We go mad for pigs in blankets, but at any other time in the fucking year, you can get a sausage and bacon sandwich <laughs> at any other time of the year. But no one goes on about it like it's an amazing thing. And then all of a sudden, Christmas rolls around. Oh, I can wrap my sausage in the bacon. <laughs> well, that's a game changer. All of a sudden, now, yeah, I, that's, that's the best thing about Christmas dinner. Yeah, <laughs> like you can see someone like an English breakfast. What's the best thing an English breakfast? Uh, don't know, it changes really, but not oh. the sausage and the bacon together. Like that's not. Apparently, the best so way. I haven't tried this yet, but Eat have done a Yorkshire pudding wrap. Yeah, I heard about this. Hannah mentioned this to me. Yeah, this looks good. Uh, a lot of the places now are doing the. Um, there's a place in the Bath Markets now that does it. You walk past, and they're doing everything in the Yorkshire pudding, the giant Yorkshire I mean, pudding. Giant wrap. Yorkshire pudding with everything in it. I've done that yeah. before. Yeah, that's they, a great they've got shout. Apples, potatoes, veg, meat, bacon, Whack, pigs and blankets. Obviously, yeah, pigs course. and blankets. Can't be it's not sausage and bacon. It's you can't beat that though. That's, that's, been, that's been around forever. It's funny, but this time of year, you can sell sausage and bacon for three times the price by wrapping <laughs> the sausage in bacon. I'd buy it. Yeah, I would buy it. <laughs> I know. I'd be like, wow, saves me the job. Well, who's thought of that? All oh, right, yeah, it's every single time. Shut up, Dan. Jesus Christ, you're just ruining my thing. All right, the last bit of the food talk. Um, so I know this was mentioned to you um, about the, and we talked about it a while ago about the Halo Top um, kind of middle of the road calorie. I bought one. I bought a tub. You did. You did buy a tub, yeah. Yeah, we bought, we, it's in the freezer. So we bought a tub. It. I've also just bought the other two tubs. Yeah, um, I got the top one. I got the top one. You got the top one of that, and we tried the was it space candy one? Yeah. Because so what? What did Chloe say? Got it. She did say that. Yeah. I know. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I mean, I mean, yeah. We'll be yeah, 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 It's fine. Um, but considering that Biscoff ice cream sticks are god tier, uh, yeah, they're god tier. That's, that's what we got to kind of uh, kind of level it off from. It's that's like, what they got to be. So <laughs> it's, it's it's like pretty phenomenal. I can't say the word. Phenomenal. Phen- yeah. Wow, that was incredible with your uh, with your cold and what well, good. Um, not a linguist. A way of words though. But yeah. yeah. It was pretty damn decent for a kind of low calorie option, and I would say it would it would hold up on par with any kind of normal standard ice cream. Um, and, but okay. I'm going to try these two, and yeah, it definitely it they actually surprised me. They were how t- tasty they were, way better, and definitely worth um, buying those ones. So the 600 odd calorie ones are just having half the tub than having a whole tub of the 300 odd ones. Uh, that's see that that is where I think that they are going with it. So that's that's the idea. Just have half a tub of that yeah. is hundred percent, two hundred percent better than eating the whole tub of the of a crappy one. Yeah, yeah. Because I, I I reckon that's where they're going to do it. That's where they're gonna they're gonna crack it. Because I reckon that the reason the halo top is no one's really buying it because no one really eats a whole tub unless you're you know a woman who's a you know time month. Um, you know, the, no one else is really eating a whole tub at a time. I can quite comfortably eat half a tub and put it back, like, easy. Yeah. No problem. So I think that's what they've done over there, isn't it? Interesting. But the Space Candy's got popping candy, which is always exciting. But do they have it in America? What, Space Candy? No, the, the, the hey, range. Right. Yeah, no, no, the, the high-calorie range. Um, I'm not too sure. I have no idea. 
You can because do I that. don't think I don't think they do. <clears throat> is it just brought out for our public? I think it might be. You know, this is what I'm thinking. This is why I'm just I'm just having a little. Had thing. Halo made it to America yet? Halo Top came from America. Top. They come from America. Okay. Uh, yes. <laughs> Where did Brayer come from then? Brayer's is the same. I think it comes from America. They're probably the same company. Just no, they're not because they're <laughs> they're competitors, Thomas. All right. Well, I, they could be something dodgy right there, Dan. But... Well, right. Gingerbread. Oh my God, they've got a gingerbread house over there in America. <laughs> what did I tell you? Gingerbreads for Christmas. It is. No, it is. I'm not. I'm not. No one's disputing that. I'm just. Um, right, anyway. Anyway. So what are we saying? Right, dairy, let's have a look. I don't think they do the high calorie ones over there. No, they don't. Three sixty is the highest. Really? They do have better flavours though. Obviously. They've so, got um let me well they've got s'mores, pumpkin pie, peanut butter jelly, I bet that's decent. Gingerbread house, obviously I just mentioned that, didn't I? Chocolate mocha chip, but that's good. Oh, Blue, no, that's good. Blueberry blueberry crumble, oh, that's decent. Um yeah, so they don't have that. That's interesting that it's only a UK-based thing. It's interesting how they've changed their their mar- their marketing strategy for a different market. I know that sounds stupid, me just saying that out loud. <laughs> I mean, like you think they would go right? We've we've nailed this. Like let's bring it out over there. But yeah, they've yeah. realised that for whatever reason that that's not going to work in America. Or maybe they're going to do it the other way. Who knows? But I don't know. Maybe because because of the taste, isn't it? Like I think I, it's because I think it could be because Brits aren't as greedy, so they don't need a whole tub. So they would just have half a tub. So they've gone. Hang on a minute. Actually, they've done their market research. Probably it does we can make this taste a little bit better. Yeah. And they've gone. Actually, what we found is most couples share a tub at night. So why don't we make it? You know, like that, like you just said. Yeah. You know. Right. I'm looking forward to the uh, the triple chocolate cake though. I've, I've got to admit. Yeah, well, I'm interested to see what the monster cookies are. What's the? I don't even read the description of it. I just thought that's the one I prefer over them. I don't know what the crack is with it. Is it supposed to be like cookie bits in it with vanilla ice cream? I don't know. I'm not too sure. I could walk over to my freezer and get it out. But do you want me to I do think that? You sh- I think you probably right. should, Tom. Well, I can, right. well, I can, you can I can, just talk, right? Well, I don't know. <laughs> that's what I do anyway, mate. You, half the time, you're not even there. They are, I'm just talking anyway. Um, but yeah, I think that's what they're doing with the Halo Top. I would definitely be able to have half the time put it back. So... I don't know if Space Candy is a good way for me, but we'll find out. I don't know. We'll see what Tom says when he gets back from his little jaunt. What flavour? What flavour was the Space Candy? I got that one out as well, because I thought you'd ask about that one as well. Yeah. What we got? Hmm. It was creamy. <laughs> but so, so on the description, it was just ice cream with glittery swirl, popping candy with sugar. And that's it. So, so is it like vanilla? It, it, it was just vanilla, mate. Just vanilla, so but more, was, that's more than the that's more than the bits that come with it that they're selling. That super way. decent. Um, then that one is uh, creamy. Yeah, we got um, so ice cream with peanut. So the, yeah, that was what was the swirl? So it's all about the swirl. It's basically uh, vanilla-y, but then glittery swirl. That's just glitter. Um, so that one's uh, peanut butter swirl in the uh, ah the, okay the now cookie, right. So then it's chocolate chip pieces, and then obviously I'm assuming this will be uh, chocolate. The, uh, uh, yeah, so fudge, fudge swirl, yeah, and then chocolate cake pieces. Oh, that sounds incredible. Well, we'll see, won't we? We will see. <laughs> we will see. Go buy yourself. They are currently kind of on sale in Tesco. Three pound fifty. Kind of on sale. Well, they're normally like five pound a tub, aren't they? Three pound fifty a tub. Or it's yeah. I was about I was about to say three pound fifty a tub or two for ten pounds. I was like, that's exactly two for. <laughs> like, that's not a deal. Well, um, <laughs> that's just buying two, 
Right, uh, yes. <laughs> moving on. Right, we should, we should actually talk some fitness, I guess. After we're gonna go flip flop between. Uh, yeah, I guess so. We're twenty minutes in. We barely barely scraped the surface. Yeah. Um, with apparently loads of people have been sending you hip thrust stuff, or no, hip thrust stuff, glute bands. Oh, I I just got in. I I just I just saw a video and I just started going in on it because it started to do my head in. Now, like I saw a woman the other day. She was on a stairmaster with a glute band on, running up and down it and doing side steps and shit. And I'm just like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, what is the point of that, right? So, if you're doing cardio, do cardio. If you're trying to train your glutes, train your glutes, right? But the problem that I have with these people is that they use these fucking glute bands that don't do anything. Like, you're not helping yourself by doing cardio with a glute band on. You're not helping yourself in any way, shape, or form, like whatsoever. If you're using a glute band, Whilst doing 200 kilo hip thrusts, fair play. Like you're gonna be using something extra that might just make the slightest bit of difference and might help. Whatever. Like I, th- I know Brett Contreras uses them and stuff, and I didn't want my point yeah. to be like the whole like they're completely fucking useless. You're wasting your time buying them. Although for most people you are. They are. They do have some small applications to things if used correctly. But the point was more a case of people are using them in in place of weights. People are using them thinking that they can just use that, do some glute band shit, and they're going to have glutes of steel. It's like, no, that's not how these people have got their glutes. And Oh, I just did my head in. So I just went off on one about it, and it seems people like it when I go off on one about stuff. They like my rants and shit. So I just did it, and I've just decided to make some videos about it and talk about some pointless exercise with that. And and I've seen some of today as well. Another one, a woman standing there doing her workout. She was doing reverse lunges, and then as she came up from a reverse lunge with one dumbbell in her hand, she was then holding it on her other leg and kicking it out to the side. Meh, good work, love. It was about an eight kilo number. Fucking Ooh, brilliant. I... Like your your other leg weighs more than eight kilos, <laughs> so it's pointless. Um, so yeah, doing it, just like holding it like on her upper thigh, so like just where her, her, her arm would be by her side and kicking the leg out to the side. It's like your basic mechanics, basic understanding. No, you know that like, just fuck all, like fuck all. And I just decided to go in on these people because they started to annoy me. Um, and yeah, lo and behold, people enjoy it. So I just carried on doing it. Just got in on them. And then this week, people have sent me loads of the workouts they've seen online, people doing it. And, and, I, and I think the other part of this as well, there's two things to this actually. The first one is that people, I think sometimes they think that I make this up. Like they sometimes think, oh no, there's no one doing that. He's made it up. Like when I do the pointless exercise videos, yeah, yeah. they laugh at them and think, oh, you're so funny. And it's like, no, people actually do these for real. Like, and I don't mean the people doing them in the gym who copy someone else. Don't mean them. It's not their fault. I mean the personal trainers that are giving it out as an exercise to do. Fucking morons. Like, fucking morons. Like, you're not helping anyone. Educate yourself. Um, so yeah, it's that kind of thing that was annoying me. The second thing to that is that I also had a message from a client who sent me a, a picture of someone who was, uh, let me read it out, she was, uh, she was in the gym and she, she just said, this guy personifies everything you and Mike talk about. And again, like with that, me and, I think sometimes people think that me and Mike joke about this sort of stuff. Um, so she basically saw a guy who was wearing leggings with no shorts on so you could see his penis, basically. Of course, like, why wouldn't you? That's, that's a literal thing. People actually do that. And he was doing like, on a BOSU ball, on one leg, with a plate over his head, like moving it around, do you know, like that kind of thing. And then doing his his, his bicep curls on the BOSU ball. Um, yeah, and just like was basically an idiot. And he had a powerlifting belt on as well, all throughout <laughs> this, had a belt on. And it's like, people think that we're making it up. 
and that we're just being over over the top with it. We're like, no, no, these people exist. Like they they do this all the time, and they think they're right as well. That's the frustrating thing. Like the other thing. Uh, lastly, sorry, just while I'm on a rant, I'll carry on. Um, in the gym today, overheard a personal trainer say to his client, um, "Do you want to do the trap bar today, then?" Nah, no, 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 that's not the way it works, mate. You tell him. What to do, but okay. Yeah, and then uh, he went, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. And then he went, uh, what do you want on the 20s, is it? What? Oh, wait. Uh, shouldn't you be looking at your program to work that one out? Or, or at least know a rough idea of what your client can lift. Like, ridiculous. I just couldn't believe it. And I was just like, I had to turn away, put my headphones back on. Because uh, luckily now I've got the AirPods Pro, like, you know, and you've got the noise cancelling, so I don't hear this shit. Took them out. That's the first thing I heard. I'm not, not <laughs> put, even joking. Back in. <laughs> I'm yeah. not even joking. Like that's what I, and I was just sat there, like, come on, like, that's the standard of personal training. Like, that's the standard. So yeah, like, ridiculous. Don't worry, mate. Stand will go up soon. Uh, we'll, so yeah. we'll, well, we'll strive to get. If you listen to this podcast, you're already a good trainer. Like, <laughs> established this before. I'll, like, I'll, I'll play devil's advocate. And I'll defend him on the uh, the giving his client the choice of not the choice. Do you want to do the trap bar? Because I've I've asked that question before. Yeah, no, don't you try? <laughs> you mean from a point of view of we're deadlifting today? Do you want to do trap bar conventional sumo? Yeah. Right, uh, and understanding the benefits of that. No, no, this was this was just a, I haven't got a clue, mate. I'm just going to throw this out there. Do you want to do the hex bar today? Ridiculous, like ridiculous. Uh, yeah, I'd, I'd be like, we're dead, we're deadlifting for sure. And also, How are we Tom, feeling? Tom, do you want to do and, it and with reps or are you? You know, you know that the second question follow up, the second follow up question shows that he didn't have a fucking clue. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so don't even start. If, if somebody went, like, do you, do you fancy? Is it twenties? I'd be like, uh, what? <laughs> what? Are you about? what? Uh, yeah, get it. Like, if you're listening to this, you are already one step ahead of this person. <laughs> like. So, like the woman, like the woman the other week, kind of go at us. It's like, no, you're a good trainer. I believe you're a good trainer. Like that's a ridiculous thing to say. Like, don't say that. Don't take it personally. <laughs> like, they're the kind of people we're talking about out here, right? Yeah, yeah. They're the kind of people. And this, by the way, he was training this guy at like ten o'clock in the morning. So he oh, managed right. to move him at ten o'clock. So fucking hell, if he can do it, anyone can do it. <laughs> Jesus, ten o'clock in the morning. Love them. Love those guys. But um, it, it, I have written this in my notes because. Uh, I've written gym apparel uh, because of glute bands. I was like, what do you actually need and what is done? What kind of stuff equipment wise can you kind of pick up and readily buy? Um, and what is what is beneficial and what can we have in our gym bag? Um, which people can be like, yeah, that'd be good. Or what, what have we had over the years essentially as well? I've, I'm sure I can go on like a CrossFit post and there'll, there'll, be, there'll, there'll be something there. Kinesio tape. Probably. Kinesio tape. One. Number one. Um, <laughs> oh, what, what, does that hurt? Yeah, it's self applied. Self applied. Tape, tape it up. Just tape, tape it vaguely. Just yeah. Uh, yeah, all right. That'll work. Doesn't doesn't yeah. work. The none, the, the theory doesn't work. So I think number one for me for the majority of work that I would do or most of my clients would do would be straps. Would be the first thing I would suggest they buy. I think a belt is useful, but I think number one is straps. Yeah, good man. Because uh, this is what invoked my. Uh, my thought about this because I was using lifting straps today and I'm not a big a, a person that wears them very often um, but I was working up to so on the hex bar or trap bar whatever on the uh, slightly higher handles did you want to do that today? did you want to do that today? I, yeah I just fancied it um, <laughs> and then uh, I was working up to like heavy singles and on that handle of the trap bar rips your fucking hands away <laughs> I was just like I'm not trying to rip my hands apart just want to lift the bar and just want to lift some heavy load 
Um, so I like strapped myself in. Um, a lot of people were like, Ooh, "What are you doing? Oh God, they're fine." But I was wearing lifting straps, and it was nice. I don't wear them very often, and it kind of strapped myself into the hex bar. I was lifting heavy singles, and it feels good, mate. Honestly, it feels nice. Yeah. That's I think it's, it's, it's twofold. It's twofold though for me. I think that the, the the first one is obviously the benefits it has to grip in that you can usually eke out a few more reps by not worrying about your grip and not having that as a limiting factor, which when you're new to training can be something that happens. I think it um, happens a not, lot. Not when you're straight away. Not I think when you're straight away into training, you maybe shouldn't worry about them because you do need to have an element of learning to train your grip a little bit. Yeah. I get that. There's probably an element of that. I don't think you should use on everything. But the first element is obviously the grip issue. So like if you're doing stiff leg RDLs with dumbbells or rows, things like that, or loaded carries, for example, um, you know, you might have a benefit to it by training your if you're looking to train your core rather than your grip, that will be useful to that. The second thing is that it actually helps you feel the movement, like especially on pulling movements. If you're doing rows or pull downs, things like that, it does help you connect with thinking about moving your elbow because you don't worry too much about your grip and if you grip too tightly sometimes it can take over your mind muscle connection of all the other movements and you end up just pulling with your your arms essentially so it's very useful for that and being able to think about a movement without worrying about your grip hugely you can just focus on thinking about pulling with your elbows and things like that um there's an element to that I, I don't, like, like you said i think you feel the benefit of that on a single because you probably don't use them that often so when you do use it you feel the benefit whereas if you always yeah. use it you will mind not be able to grip stuff. It's, it's it's basically like taking your coat off indoors. If you don't go outside, you're not going to feel the benefit. If you have your coat on indoors, you won't feel the benefit outside, will you? This is what people say, but I don't. I'm so confused. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I don't used to say that. But I used to think it was only shit. But I'm like, well, no. <laughs> it's got my coat on. Like, it wasn't matter anyway. <laughs> oh, there but, we go. Uh, That's all I need to type in. Into Instagram, get a load of equipment lists. Rogue, there we go. Oh yeah, rogue. There you go. So yeah, belt. I, I would say straps first. Belts are, are good <coughs> and they're useful, but people use them incorrectly too often. So, so yeah, often. okay. Belts. T- oh, no, I, it's, unless you're going into powerlifting or ollie lifting, then I no. I just just give up. Don't bother. When was the last time you had to use a belt? Me had to had to to hold my gut in for a picture uh, <laughs> not long ago, but uh, yeah, of course it, mate. Yeah, of course it. Sorry, it. same thing, isn't it? Same thing. That's same what we're using for, mate. You tie yourself in as tight as possible. Yeah, uh, that's that's the nice one I sent you. But yeah, ah, uh, uh, okay. Mm. That was a new belt you sent me. Oh. Yeah, yeah. You said send me a picture of you that wearing the belt. And you said just just the belt. <laughs> just, just the belt, wasn't it? Good. But, yeah. yeah, it was a good picture. So. Keep, keep that on, mate. Keep that on. Keep that on, mate. <laughs> right. um, yeah, no, I, I agree. Like, I don't, I, but I think people would jump towards belts and think they're important. Like, I think that's what people would think. I think I've gone full circle on that. I don't think they are. I don't think... Uh, I think there's more benefit of training your core in like lots of anti-rotational choppy movements and all this crap than uh, just... Try and do that. Do loads of I'm offsets. Make some what? notes. So she's making some notes. No. Do more. <laughs> so basically, so I just copy your training. Whatever you talk about on the podcast, I just don't go copy it. Like uh, basically, my program right now is like single arm dumbbell press. Yeah, like, yeah. do that. Do that. That's, that's, that's yeah. more beneficial. Um, just, just do a load of offset stuff, um, and that's. I, I feel like instead of like, oh, I'm really training my core and doing this and using a belt. Nah, bullshit. I think that's. You don't need it unless you're competing. Did you see? Uh, did you see Dean Somerset's latest post or one of his latest posts? You would have loved it. 
I did. I can't believe I didn't take you in it. It was, um, you know, the whole like offset. I've spoken offset. to the like five times in my life for a long, long amount of time. But yeah, no, but like it's. Po- I didn't know if you saw. His- no, but you follow him on Instagram, I assume. Yeah, yeah, I do. I don't. Basically, he did, like, he did dumbbell press options. He's put spicy dumbbell press options. So basically, he's gone through the more like single single arm press. Then after the single arm press was then the offset offset bridge. You called it offset, offset bridge. So basically, you lie like sideways on yeah. to the bench. So basically, your left. So if you had the dumbbell in your right hand, basically the left side of your body is on the bench, and then you have, have it offset. And then you had another one. Which was like your body is off the bench and your arm basically holds you on the bench. Don't even want to see that on there. I should totally tag you in it. Yeah. Yes. It was like horrific. Looks awful. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna break you a bubble, mate, because uh, all of these are taught on exercise. Oh, you're so boring. Aren't you? <laughs> these are in the uh, exercise pressing progressions. Because they look. Know it all, do you? You know it all, do you? Yeah. Just look up that. Fine, but yeah, they they speak about three progressions though. That's what there's just normal single arm, and then like yeah, half the body off the bench, um, being like the left side off. So the like the line of the bench splits on your spine, and so you have to work really hard to drive like I don't know the opposite side down. And then they go into a full like glute bridge press, so you're in like a hip thrust position press. It's pretty cool. It's quite nice because that makes you stronger as well. What? What? Wait, what? Good son. What? <laughs> and then you could do like a single um, single leg glute bridge press. Ipsilateral. That's bonkers, mate. That sounds hard. <laughs> Does sound hard. Oh, like, give, me a chest, give me a chest press machine any day, mate. <laughs> what are we talking about? Equipment. Oh. All right. And stuff. All right. What we got in here? So belts, yeah. Um, I've, I've gone full circle, yeah. I don't think it's necessary for a lot of people. Um, if you're eking out that extra kilo that you're doing on your PRs, then maybe learn to lift. Learn to lift. Learn to use one every now and again. I think I'll get a lot of disagreements, mainly from powerlifters. But I'm going to say, if you are powerlifting, you have to use one. Yes. Just FYI, the guy doing the trap by deadlifts wore a Velcro belt throughout his whole workout today. Yeah, PT. So the Velcro belts don't do anything, do they? <laughs> no. Because if, if, if anybody's seen, I mean, particularly myself, or both, both you and me, me go we go quite pink and quite red when we lift yeah we tend to uh, i used to be lifting heavy yeah but yeah, not anymore go <laughs> you don't lift heavy anymore you don't go pink oh yeah that's, a, correla- that's a positive correlation i believe <laughs> yeah. um yeah but we end up looking like sausages basically because you're going to split some splits in half but that's how firm it's meant to be around your stomach um, and pressing yeah. out against it but yeah don't think they're completely necessary about about bull crap stuff like ugh, I don't know I think wrist wraps wrist wraps yeah I don't think they're overly necessary again for powerlifting again for weightlifting only lifting necessary but again lifting shoes lifting shoes buy some Metcons you'll be alright Converse people like yeah, them some Converse yeah stuff like that it's just the raised heel um, yes it will Make your squat mechanicy a little bit okay. Shift you a little bit more. Hit your hip a little bit more. Shock. Um, I, quite, I quite like them. I think they feel very. I like how stable uh, they make me feel. I don't yeah, like. I think the, the the bottoms are super stable, aren't they? So I've got. I don't two. like wearing training. If I had the choice, I'd wear those over trainers. Yeah. But I don't. I've never had Metcons or flat like proper flat sold. I got Met, I got Metcons. I but I'd still tend to. I like goblet squat and stuff in them. But I probably if I'm doing like heavy back squats or safety bar squats or anything 
I'll I'll put my lifting shoes on. Yes, yeah. because they yeah they do feel rigid. That's what you want to feel. Um, so they're cool. Don't mind that. But anything else? <sighs> Wrap well knee wraps, all the elbow wraps. Yeah. Yeah, unless, unless, unless you're powerlifting, unless you're doing that kind of stuff, and then buying your own mini bands, then yeah, not worth it. <laughs> so the only place that I think it's worth it, and I, I don't, I don't actually use them in, in warm ups very often, but I know, especially even when I teach warm ups and the kind of primer phases um, and movement prep at first base or wherever you've seen me taught it, taught it, teach it. And there is a phase where I do allow mini band work to happen and mini band activation. I personally don't do it uh, with my clients, but it can be done and we teach it. Read what you will. Um, I don't mind people using it, just as, but I, every single time I get asked that question of why don't you use it, it's like I don't trust that my client knows what they should be feeling within that miniband movement, um, whether it be monster walks, lateral walks, all this kind of stuff, and then like high. When they, when we try to take like your, you know, your torso as far away from your lower body as possible, so you're nice and tall and stiff, and all this movement business. I don't think that they're able to activate or kind of use the stuff that I really want them to use. Um, so I don't trust it. So I'd rather do something else, make them jump around and be a little bit more. Uh, intentional with their movement than uh, get them to be like, yeah, yeah, I'm really squeezing that glute meat and glute men. Yeah, I, 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 I think that's my issue with it. Is like when people, people I've seen people do it, and, I, and I, I've used them in the past previously, like with clients. And I, again, like we have, we've had this discussion so many times, and it's I've had it before with people, and they go, oh, I don't feel it in my glutes, I feel it in my quads. I'm like, mm, okay, then yeah, well, there's no fucking point you doing then. <laughs> we're doing, we're like, doing something wrong. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and then but then you, you know, I hear people say all the time, "Well, your glutes aren't firing, so we need to get your uh, this band on." And I'm like, "You're doing a glute bridge, like she's doing a glute bridge, so her glutes are firing, otherwise she wouldn't be fucking moving." Right? <laughs> like that so, hip, that hip is going into extension, and that's what yeah, it does. It's one of those things where for me, it's more a case of because of how overused it is, I'm fighting against it. Like I've got physios, and I know people with physios, and I know people who would who would suggest that maybe it has some application. And I'm not suggesting it doesn't have an application for a small minority of people. And in a small minority of cases, what I am saying is that by popularizing it, it's become something that's been now used instead of weight training yeah. and instead of all those things. And in combination now with cardio and shit, like there's no way, there's no way while I'm running up a stairmaster, that glute band is doing anything. It's not doing anything other than making you look stupid and making it more likely you're going to fall over. Like it's, it's ridiculous. It's hard, man. Like the amount of concentration you need. To actually activate and use activate use that fucking shit word to actually use <laughs> like your glute mean and glute min like you said during a movement is so difficult like to have the concentration and my muscle connection to do it and also like through a lot of these movements I don't think people are realizing how kind of taut and how much tension you're meant to be carrying in the other muscles so if people go for a monster walk or those little crab walks and stuff and they're just waddling back on the side it's like your calf your gastroc your soleus your quad your hamstring anything adductor wise your Magnus, like all these guys are meant to be properly like squeezed on when you're doing this kind of stuff. So you're meant to be creating a load of irritated like tension in that lower body and then going through these movements because that's where the tensions, that's where the resistance is going to be. And I don't trust my client going to do that because they're going to be chatting away to me no matter what. Yeah. <laughs> that's right. We're better off 
doing something else, doing some lunge patterns, some falling patterns, this kind of stuff. And I'll ask them to move with a little bit more speed and intention, like stamps and stuff like this, So I, where I know, because the external feedback is big for them. But the external feedback is pointless with that. So we talk about coaching cueing a hell of a lot, with external and internal cueing, right? It's exactly the same for external and internal feedback. People who are trained are able to negotiate around internal feedback because we know what we're meant to be feeling. Clients don't fucking know. I'm gonna be like, I want that ball to sound really hard. It's gonna be the loudest you've ever done. Like, all right, I've got to make the balls my sound like really loud on the floor. Therefore, I have to exert a lot of fucking pressure on this ball and slam it as hard as I can. That's what they'll understand. That's gonna get the most bang for your buck. Not like I really want you to raise it super high, like sling through your lat and just yeah, triple extend and kind of triple flex when we come down. Sure. Not going to happen, but it's called about coaching, isn't it? About queuing, guess about coaching queuing, where trainers probably could fall down. And maybe doing some of those movements and external queuing is going to speed your client along a hell of a lot faster and through their little journey. And you're going to be able to start doing that internal focus. But yeah, we, t- we talk about this on PT1. You want to come to that? Be a first base trainer. Ooh, Fine. there you go. Ooh, here we go. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, it's interesting. The bands, meh, mm, mm. where where should they be used? If they're if say so, it was an interesting topic on our last course. Actually, was the the hip thrust, right? So within our, so you actually voted push. I just pissed you off. <laughs> you knew I put it. As, I've written it in as a poll before, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Because if you probably just saw because it's biomechanically similar to a deadlift. Yeah, but, but push was seventy four percent to the 26% pull. Yeah, I found it quite interesting. So I, I teach that module with Carl. So he's a sports science master's, um, master's degree, or physiology, someone wants to. And he disagrees with me. He doesn't disagree with me because we both know the mechanics of the movement. We both know what's happening. But he, yeah. he if he were to for programming, he would classify it as a push, not a pull. And then I was like, all right, interesting. But I would classify it as a pull because... It's biomechanically similar to a deadlift, and that's what I'm going to try and that's what I'm trying to replicate or go towards. That's what I'm going to build it towards. He's like, but you could also say, but you're exerting pressure. He was like, is any lower body actually a pull? Because we're always pushing against something, which is very it's it's true, really. Yeah. So in a deadlift, you're pushing against the floor because of the ground reaction. It's just an easier way to to talk about anterior posterior chain movements. In my mind, yeah, the only. Th- only really reason I put it is just the fact that for programming reason, like yeah. that's it. <laughs> it doesn't mean that I think all of those are pulls or that is specifically anatomically a pull because the definition of a pull is it moves towards the midline of the body, right? So anywhere that's kind of, if you imagine your body is like a big axis and the X goes, I don't know, X axis is straight down and then the Y axis is straight across um, at where the hips are, or where your pubis is, and that's zero, 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 zero. We're f- yeah, we're 3G, aren't we? Yeah. 3G? 3D. 3D. Is it be 000? Correct? 3D, mate, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I thought you were talking about my phone. <laughs> I said 3G and I meant 3D. It wouldn't be like fourth dimension kind of stuff. Um, so that'd be centre point. But that's where the pull should... If you think about a pull, the weight should be exerting towards that and a push should be going away from that at any point. Um, but in, but uh, interesting on a hip thrust, it doesn't really. It's right in the middle of you the whole time. 
Yeah, it doesn't really go either way, does <laughs> it? Doesn't go it? Either way. And I was like, this is blowing my mind. I don't know what to think anymore. Uh, but it was interesting. Like, we both teach that module and we disagree on the premise of, of what how we categorize it. But we obviously still agree it's just for programming reasons. That's it. He was like, for programming, I would put it as a poll. And that's only for programming. It's like, yeah, you get it. So it's fine. Um, but it's interesting how many people I thought, thought it was a push makes sense you're kind of pushing it away from the ground yeah um, instead of pulling it away yeah. I wouldn't lose sleep over it Tom I know, yeah I'm not gonna <laughs> I slept fine that evening I was like, oh my god only 26% people actually agree I'm, I'm clearly wrong no just categorise it differently in my brain just because I think it's similar to a deadlift that's it, that's it. but on a, on a glute band note where, where are you putting your glute band on that, Daniel? On a hip thrust. Yeah, on a hip thrust. And you put why? it around. I imagine you put it around. If you put it around your feet, don't you? Put it around your feet. Like glute. Brett Contreras puts it around his like, like ankle, toe, ankle, toey yeah. stuff. No, he talks about that on his monster walks, doesn't he? Based on where the actual like point of again, it comes down to the old uh, the axis or fulcrum, whichever you prefer to use. <laughs> fulcrum. <laughs> um, of the movement and, the, and how long the lever is basically where the fulcrum is and where the point is the pivot is to yeah. the longest point of the lever you're better off having it further away to create the most amount of tension tension or torque or whatever torque. you fucking call it these days <laughs> um, so yeah basically the further up your leg you have it the less difficult it is because what's it doing we talked about this the last show a lot of mechanics talk wasn't it we talked anatomical motion was external yeah. rotation of the hip boom getting glute meat wham amazing Easy. Easy. Completed it, mate. Completed it first. Easy, but it? <laughs> Most people put it around the knees, though, don't they? Yeah, because don't want it to be as hard. Yeah. So you can start there and progress down. Yeah. Perfectly valid. But just have that reason. <laughs> make sure that's the reason why. <laughs> Pretty much, mate. Um, interesting. Quite interesting, I feel that. Is there any more, any more awful glute? Glute band exercises that you you've been shown? Oh, just like yeah, I mean, I can't even just begin to try and describe them on a podcast. Like, they, oh, know, don't bother. Just, don't bother. It would sound like a sex position if I did. Like, <laughs> wait, what? There was one on like one woman was on her side, on all fours, but on her side. Trying to imagine that, right? With a glute band around her knees, and then kind of like pushing her hand into the floor, and then her ankle and knee into the floor, and then pushing her other leg up in the air. Almost a bit like a dog trying to piss on a fire hydrant, but trying to press up at the same time. I, I can't. I again, it doesn't sound right, does it? But that, it doesn't look right either. To be fair, like it doesn't look right. No. Just like ridiculous, just just utterly ridiculous movements. Do you know? Like, I, I just I don't know how people fall for it. Oh, maybe they don't fall for it. Maybe they just like it rather than actually doing it. But there's just so many idiots out there, Tom. I don't know. Just we'll um, but we can we can swiftly move on our last topic because you've we've got to put this in now, I guess, because it is how many weeks till Christmas? Two. I don't even know. Yeah, yeah two. We're recording this on the ninth, so yeah, give or take two. Um, so surviving Christmas, down. Oh basically, yeah. So basically, classic. like, yeah, I just you see a lot of people like, oh, how to survive this Christmas? Oh, you, like you're gonna fucking die! Like, come on. My whole thing with Christmas is that if you want to limit calories, you want to be smart, then do it. If you want to eat like a like a human, eat like a human. 
if you want to go fucking crazy, go fucking crazy. Do whatever you want. I, I just think people really put too much pressure on people by talking about what they shouldn't shouldn't do or telling them what's in their food and what's not in their food and I get it all I understand it I just think it's there's a fine line between making people aware about what they're doing and kind of like using language like survive Christmas and like don't be a pig this Christmas or how to not be a pig this Christmas it's like do what the fuck you want to do. Like, end of the day, you're going to make memories of your family. You probably haven't seen your family for a while. Like, you're going to want to enjoy food, enjoy that sort of stuff. It's like, you know, it's just a very small part of the year. And it is all very built, very much built around food and stuff like that. So just enjoy it. And, like, don't don't be sat there thinking, oh, I can't have that because of the calories. Like, fucking hell. Like, seriously, it's Christmas. Enjoy it. Like, yeah, go to your socials. Absolutely fine. Go chill out. Yeah, I just think it's like I just think it's a really good time, like with the with the downtime of from work that people have and the gym and all that sort of stuff. Like I just think personally, it's a really good time to just relax and all that, not think about it, and then maybe think about your fitness goals for the year or think about what you want out of the year ahead. But then don't think sit there thinking like that one more bit of cake's gonna fuck up your whole year. Like what you do in that year, so that when you're you know when you look back at this time next year you're going to oh, what have you achieved? Like, whatever yeah. you do in that week Christmas is going to make fuck all difference to what you're going to achieve. Like, you need to go into that year with a different mindset, potentially. Like, than just that one week watching your calories, it can make a fucking difference. It's going into the next year going, right, you know, have that week off from work or whatever if you've got lucky enough to have a week off and you're with family. And just think about what you want out of the year ahead, like with your training, with your nutrition. Don't rush in and buy a fucking training plan that you've said for £5 because some fucking Instagram twat is selling it with their glute bands. Like, just think about, well, if you actually want to achieve something, A, you're going to probably have to invest some money into it because otherwise you're going to be left watching Instagram and following shit on there. And two is like changing that mindset of like, if you're worrying about what food you're eating over Christmas, why don't you worry about the food you're eating for 365 days of the year between now and the next Christmas? Or 364, if you want to be pedantic. <laughs> uh, and, and think about, like, I said it to a client the other day, she was stressing about, like, eating. And she was stressing about what she was doing. And it was like, we're ready, getting ready for her next show, which she's going to do in, in this time next year. And I sat down with her and I said, look, with the calories you're on right now, between now and this time next year, you're going to eat 860,000 calories. And it's like when you break it down like that, you kind of go, oh, an extra 300 calories a day for a couple of days. It would be a fucking problem. Like, you need to consider, like, the actual overall, overall, like, global look of what you're doing. And remember that, like, one small thing each day yeah. at Christmas isn't going to be an issue. It's changing fundamentally how you view everything, like, how you view everything over a year that's going to make a difference. And... Like, explain to her, I was like, look, you've got, you know, 860 or 1,000 calories to eat between now and then, if you stay on the calories you're on, number one. Um, and I said to her, I said, but you've only got 260 training sessions. I was like, you need to attack those training sessions with more intensity. And they're the things you need to think about. Like, that's what can make the difference. And, yeah, I just think it's interesting. I think people just really don't think that far ahead. And I just think that you've got to be planning ahead for those sorts of things rather than stressing about the exact calories in your fucking Christmas dinner or whatever <laughs> or your fucking hot chocolate or your mulled wine like we talked about is it's yeah but where are you going to be this t you know in June where are you going to be this time next year like how are you going to get there not one fucking day at Christmas that you're going to enjoy yourself anyway that was just what I noticed obviously as I get older I always fucking know more about so it so philosophical it's amazing I know but it's true though isn't it it's yeah. so true like it's the same in like business like you know when when we we sat down and talked 
not that long ago. It was like this time last year, I was in a very different place to where I am now. Two years before that, I was in a very, very different place. And it's like, it doesn't happen because I have one week where I focus on my business. It doesn't happen yeah. like that. It's the same with your diet and training. It doesn't happen because you focused on one, one fucking week. There's been plenty of shit weeks and all that. But it's having that time out to go, no, what's the, what's the main things that are important? What's going to help me get where I'm going to be and being consistent with it? And it's fucking boring to say that sort of shit. But that's what we're like. We're not selling you the fucking Instagram glutey workout banded thing that's going to be a quick fix. We're selling you be consistent. If you're still listening this time next year, you'll have made progress. <laughs> Boom. Stick around, will you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, with that. Um, I think we need to go away and discuss what we will do. The uh, Pulley Awards for the, uh, I don't know, whenever that comes out. Between Christmas and New Year, normally, around that yeah. time. Mm-hmm. I guess we have to do that. We have to fit in three more episodes. Tom's got to catch up today because he's fucked yeah. up. I was talking about this today and I was like, we normally do 50 a year and we normally have two weeks in lieu. Or a week in lieu because we just skipped a week during the week, like the year, and we're like we're actually behind Dan. So they get like <sighs> six, six, I think six episodes this, this month. This was episode one hundred ninety six. Yeah, absolutely crazy. Um, but on that note, we will we'll go away and kind of I don't know have a think about it. I think also I'm going to order some uh, protein bars. Oh, I might. I've got a box with me. I've got, the number, I've got the number one contenders with me. Wow. Well, we we need to go protein pantry and then we can we can just eat on air again. It'd be funny. Because, yeah. um, you know, YOLO. We'll, we'll YOLO. both have the same ones at the same time. Oh, that'd be yeah. interesting. <laughs> I mean, people love those shows, don't they? Just us eating. Yeah. I think so. I'm pretty sure they do. That's what we do most of anyway. <laughs> yeah, I, I had 7-Up. Seven 7-Up seven is my uh, drink of choice at the moment. Pepsi Max Cherry. Classic. Yeah. Very odd. Um, I don't know why I went that. I, I had a craving for lemonade. I don't know why. I, I could honestly, honestly say I've never had that craving in my life, ever. No. Why would every anyone now, crave lemonade? Every, every now and again I get bored of like Coke and I'm like, yeah. Yeah, but that's when you go Fanta Fruit Twist. Oh, uh, yeah, but I, I was having Fanta at the time as well and I was like, I had both Fantas yeah. and Cokes on the go. And no, you can't do that, mate. It's one or the other. One or the other. All the time. Can't mix <laughs> no, them. And then, Lil, and then you've got Lil Zero as well. That's all Lil you're Zero, that'd be great. That's probably my next one. Um, but yeah, Vinto. Seven, seven I've got, got to work my way through my seven ups. So, um, yeah. Right. Poor choice, Tom. Poor choice. <laughs> all right, mate. Jesus Christ. On that note, uh, we'll catch you next week. See you later.